Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Controversial Mind Podcast. Yes, indeed, another podcast in a highly saturated market of podcasts. However, you're going to be hearing a lot of social hot takes, some political hot takes. And with these hot takes, you're going to be hearing facts and opinions. And as we go throughout this incredible journey of episodes, we'll be hearing from guest speakers along the way and other experts in some of these fields that we may be covering. So, without further ado, let's get started. Bud Light has recently been facing boycotts from the Republican Party. I can't say for sure the Republican Party as a whole. Uh, More so that there are a lot of conservative enthusiasts, as I'll call them, that have decided to boycott Bud Light because... They seemingly partnered with a uh, transgendered woman who goes by the name of Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. So who is Dylan Mulvaney? Well, Dylan Mulvaney is a uh, trans activist of sorts uh, that has a TikTok following with over 10 million followers. this is quite significant as far as a uh, base of following. And I find it quite interesting that Bud Light would choose to uh, partner with a uh, transgendered individual. Uh, not in the sense that, you know, uh, not in the sense that it's wrong necessarily to partner with uh, anyone for uh, their product. Just more so that they, uh, the individual themselves. Um, what led to this is interesting, or how did it start? I should say. So Dylan Mulvaney posted a TikTok video uh, talking about how she hit uh, her 365th day of womanhood. And she celebrated uh, in her video with Bud Light. Uh, she was in her bathtub. And that was quite an interesting uh, announcement to a partnership with Bud Light. You know, what kind of kicked off this boycott, this backlash? Uh, I can't really say which which reaction started off, but certainly the most famous reaction from this uh, Bud Light pairing with uh, Dylan is uh, Kid Rock uh, posted a video in response where he had a, a stand, a couple sawhorses and a makeshift table with Bud Light set up on it. And he used his gun and shot at it and destroyed a whole bunch of Bud Light on this table. And in the video, he gets done shooting it, looks right in the camera and says, F Anheuser-Busch, F Bud Light. That was quite a strong reaction. I think it was an extremely, extremely strong reaction. Um, I find it might be a bit of overkill, uh, to be honest with you. You know, I'm not necessarily saying which way I lean politically on the matter. However, what I'm saying is, you know, was it really that big a deal? Does it mean that Bud Light's changed their product at all? You know, uh, I you know I understand that on one of the, on a few cans of uh, Bud Light they had uh, Dylan's face on it, but you know I keep talking about Dylan. I keep talking about this reaction. You know, let's let's talk about who Dylan uh, Mulvaney is some more. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, as I mentioned, is a TikTok uh, is a TikTok star, a uh, TikTok influencer, who uh, decided to become a 
uh, transgendered woman, well, I can't say decided to become one, but took the steps to becoming a transgendered woman, uh, would be more accurate, I should say. And made these steps to uh, transition from uh, male to female, uh, hence why they're, why I believe Dylan goes by she. Uh, and if I am wrong, uh, you know, my apologies. However, uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, made the tra- started to make the transition to becoming a, uh, a woman and uh, got her face on cams. So I've, I've, I've taken the, the opportunity to uh, watch a few of uh, Dylan's uh, TikTok videos um, to kind of understand, you know, who this Dylan Mulvaney is and what is their agenda? What are they trying to get at? What's their message? And in a lot of their video, uh, a lot of Dylan's videos, uh, she uh, tends to speak to uh, a younger audience, it seems, about transitioning to trans, accepting yourself, uh, trying to make people feel okay that, say, their family doesn't accept them as um, a transgender or uh, a member of the LGBTQ community. And I've... I, I must say, uh, I haven't watched all of Dylan's videos, uh, but I'm not finding too much in the way of negative. Uh, I'm not finding too much in the way of negativity coming from this individual, uh, which I find to be quite interesting, uh, especially with today's society and how we all tend to be quite negative on social media platforms. Looking at Twitter, for example, uh, I consider Twitter to be quite accessible, but in a later episode, I will definitely cover Twitter. But for keeping a t- topic at hand here, talking about Bud Light and this partnership, you know, uh, they're not, you know, I find this interesting uh, because Bud Light is not the only um, beer company that has uh, partnered with uh, the LGBTQ community um, or the beer uh, brand, I should say, uh, you know, which by and large is an extension of company itself anyways. Uh, so you're probably sitting here going, well, what, what other brands have uh, partnered? Well, uh, some of the biggest names that I've found that were not necessarily started by transgendered individuals or any members of the LGBTQ community uh, is Coors Light, uh, Miller Light, uh, Michelob Ultra, just to name a few, and uh, obviously now Bud Light. Uh, so you're talking about four of your big hitters out there when it comes to beer uh, have partnered with the LGBTQ community, uh, which I find interesting uh, because as I looked into it, I couldn't find a whole lot of uh, backlash to these other companies that have partnered with the community. Uh, however, I don't think any of them made quite the same uh, impact statement into partnering with the community as they did when they chose uh, Dylan Mulvaney here. Uh, you know, there's, there is a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, interesting comments that I have seen out there. Uh, and a lot of, a lot of hate has, uh, unfortunately come from this. Uh, and it is, it is quite unfortunate that, uh, you know, people would sit here and choose to hate on a company for going in a different direction in, uh, the year 2023, um, why is that so significant that you know people would hate we you can watch this on cnn you can watch this on fox you watch this on any media outlet and you'll see from obviously both sides of the coin that 
you know, there is just hatred towards the other side. For what reason? Who knows? And right now, uh, as we saw it going towards the end of 2022, uh, beginning of 2023, and it can be argued that this has kind of been part of a huge part of the conversation for quite a few years now that uh, that trans rights have, you know, been uh, kind of getting the spotlight and. You know, we've watched these waves happen. Uh, we've watched the waves happen uh, between uh, racial equality, trans equality, uh, the homosexual equality, the bisexual equality, uh, women's rights. I mean, we've watched these all ride in waves um, where each gets its own focus at various points in history. Um, but this this comes at an interesting time this partnership um comes at an interesting time where there is uh, a spotlight on trans rights uh, and you know a lot of people will make an argument uh that trans is wrong a lot of people make an argument trans is right and i'm not here to today to sit here and tell you which way to believe what i'm sitting here telling you is that this partnership uh, I find to be uh, a positive step forward in general when it comes to dealing with uh, a progression. Uh, you know, I you can look at this a million and a half different ways. You can look at it uh, from a religious standpoint. You could work, look at it from a social standpoint. You could look at it from a political standpoint. And let's let's be real here for a second. Let's just call it how it is. You got one side that's uh, preaching acceptance and tolerance. Yeah. One side that's sitting here preaching uh, morals, values, and ethics. And then you got a whole nother side sitting here going, who gives a hoot? Who gives a damn? Uh, and, you know, I find, I find this interesting, right? When I, as I mentioned that, uh, you know, I, when I talk to my uh, groups of friends, I sit here and I've mentioned this many, many times. It, it is often the, the uh, smallest uh, group of people with the loudest voice that get heard. And it finds, it finds a way to be a true statement. You know, we are uh, weeks removed since the initial partnership of the uh, uh, Bud Light with uh, Dylan Mulvaney. And, you know, kind of giving you a small timeline here how this is all gone we've watched the partnership begin we saw the most popular in my opinion the most popular person to react to the event mr kid rock himself and then we watched a lot of backlash start happening you know i i've checked the news on this daily and i find it interesting that about four or five days ago roughly now the republican party had went from calling for a boycott against Bud Light to sitting there tucking their tails and going, I, you know, Bud Light's given, Anheuser-Busch has given us a lot of money over the years. Maybe maybe we should not do this boycott against them thing. I say this because you think about that for a second. Think about that reaction for a second. I'm not, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but I can only imagine that, you know, who is the uh, lobbyist for Anheuser-Busch for Bud Light? has uh, looked at the Republican Party and gone, hey, y'all are going to boycott my product. I'm going to stop funding you. You know, they say money talks. And, uh, 
And I can only imagine that if that wasn't the case, which I would be surprised if it wasn't, you know, they boycott the product long enough and they get their, you know, lobbying money pulled. <laughs> and the Republican Party would be hurting. Uh, you know, let's give you an example. You know, two days ago, Anheuser-Busch, you know, was still dealing with backlash, still dealing with threats because of this partnership with uh, Dylan Mulaney. And their uh, CEO, uh, Anheuser-Busch's CEO, made a statement that they're in the business of bringing people together. And this is from the CEO, Brennan Whitworth, for Anheuser-Busch, essentially in his uh, statement stating that, you know, this... This uh, partnership was not meant to divide anyone. Uh, it was meant to show inclusivity. It's uh, meant to show bringing people together. And, uh, you know, this reaction uh, from Dylan Mulvaney, I, I find it interesting uh, because I, it, it happened right after the initial backlash of the partnership. But, you know, the reaction would be extremely fitting today if she had come out and say this again is, hey, Gay people drink beer too. It, it seems like an obvious statement. It really does. It seems like a very obvious statement that gay people drink beer. Straight people drink beer. Trans people drink beer. I mean, not not that everyone drinks beer. It's not everyone's cup of tea. But there are people from all walks of life that uh, drink beer. Rich, poor, <laughs> ugly, beautiful, uh, black, white, uh, Hispanic, Asian gay not gay trans not trans whatever uh demographic whatever background you want to put behind it there's people from every community that drinks beer there's people from every community that drinks bud light there's people from every community that drinks uh budweiser they drink coors light they drink miller light and they drink these beers uh these microbrews that are started by people that not only are of the uh, LGBTQ community, but that are started by people that aren't of the LGBTQ community. Heck, there's people that drink beer that's made by the veteran community. So why is it such a big deal? Why is it such a big deal for Anheuser-Busch to partner with a transgendered person? Uh, you know, personally, I don't think it's really all that big a deal. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, um, it's not that Bud Light changed the contents of the can or uh, contents of what's inside the can. You know, I'm, I'm personally not a big fan of Bud Light myself. I think Bud Light's got a really funky aftertaste. Um, but they didn't change the contents of the can, as I as I mentioned. Uh, it was just literally they partnered and they put uh, this woman's face on uh, some cans in celebration of their 365th day, one year mark of womanhood. And that, and that in of itself speaks uh, volumes, uh, you know, because we see quite often that Bud Light has uh, been marketed as a, a man's man's beer, a manly man beer. It's been marketed as, you know, the beer you drink at sports. It's the beer you drink at parties. It's the beer you drink on Sunday night football. It's the beer you drink during Monday night football. It's the beer you drink during Thursday night football. It's the beer of the, it's the unofficial beer of the MLB. It's the unofficial beer of the MLS, which for those of you that listen to this, uh, if you wonder, that's Major League Soccer or football, depending on what country you're from. You know, it's the it's the unofficial it's the unofficial or official beer of many different events that are considered. And I put this in large quotation marks, manly. 
I mean, you can go back and watch commercials, and you'll see, uh, you'll see, the, uh, uh, these commercials with athletes. You'll see commercials with non-athletes, rock stars, movie stars, uh, celebrities, and other various uh, individuals, whether they're important or not. You see Bud Light. Com- you can see Bud Light commercials <laughs> that have people going to parties that come from all sorts of demographics. I didn't take a, I, you know, I didn't take a poll on these commercials of who's gay and who's not gay. However, what I'm, what I'm fairly certain of is that it didn't matter at the time whether these people uh, had a certain uh, lifestyle choice. It didn't matter what these uh, people's backgrounds were. It's Bud Light. Drink the blue can. That's the message. Give Anheuser Bush money. Heck, no one thought it was weird. Uh, many years ago during the Super Bowl when uh, they were, had a commercial, uh, and I don't remember where Super Bowl it was. Y'all can go look at this up on YouTube. Um, Budweiser had a commercial, and I'm saying Budweiser, and it was three frogs, and they went Budweiser. Do frogs drink beer? I, I don't know if frogs drink beer. I'm sure somebody's put beer in a bowl and fed it to a, and get, uh, let a frog try and drink it. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's 2023. We've lived through the Tide Pod Challenge. We've lived through a lot of crazy uh, individual events that have happened over the years. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody's tried to give a frog uh, beer. Uh, you know, funny I say that because, you know, watch the movie Jingle All the Way starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and you'll see him give a, a reindeer beard and then hilarity ensues. I will say that, uh, you know, as I mentioned, personally speaking, uh, the people calling for a boycott because Budweiser partnered with a transgender individual, a transgender woman, if you'll, uh, it's it's ridiculous. You know, people are calling for it to be not drink. You know, you got you got Newsweek reporting that people are saying don't drink it. CNN reporting that facilities are facing backlash. Um, Daily Mail: Bud Light faces backlash over partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Why do so many people care? that a transgender person supports a beer. They don't care if a transgender person drinks a beer, but why is it so wrong that they are, uh, you know, promoting the beer or promoted the beer, however you want to look at it. I mean, let's call it, let's call TikTokers what they are nowadays. Uh, you know, especially with 10 million people, they're called influencers. You know, before that, they were spokespersons. And then there are still spokespersons, you know. Influencers and spokespersons are synonymous with each other. They're basically the same job, just with a different title. Um, however, influencers uh, tend to be more broad, broad-reaching broad with um, what they promote or who they can promote for because they're not necessarily locked into a contract for this stuff. You know, from a business standpoint, Budweiser uh, really, in my opinion, made a smart move choosing someone 10 million followers now i don't know for certain if out of those 10 million uh followers that dylan has that all of uh her followers are uh, of legal drinking age but i don't think that's really the uh what gets focused on when you know companies uh like uh, anheuser-busch bud light uh choose their uh uh influencers that they partner with i mean i'll be honest with you if it, you know, if you listen to this and you've got a problem with Anheuser-Busch partnering with uh, Bud Light, or excuse me, Anheuser-Busch Bud Light partnering with uh, Dylan Mulvaney, a transgendered individual, you know, uh, I highly encourage you to take a look in and go, 
are they the problem or am I the problem? Because, you know, it's okay. You know, I'll sit here and be honest with you. It's okay to not support the LGBTQ community as an individual. It's okay to support the LGBTQ community as an individual or as a group. It's okay, however you want to feel about it. But the problem is when we're calling for hatred. You know, both sides want to sit there and preach that they love everyone and they accept everyone. Um, but let's be honest, we're not seeing that. And this is a perfect example that of what we're not seeing, that people are not being respectful. People are not accepting what the situation is, what the person is, who the person is, how the person is, or what the company is trying to do. You know, at the end of the day, you know, Bud Light, Bud Light, Budweiser, uh, Anheuser-Busch, they're still going to laugh their way to the bank because they're still going to make their uh, billions of dollars in uh, uh, revenue every single year. And we all can sit here with our jobs making, you know, 20000 30000 40000 $60,000, $100,000, $200,000 and be upset about it all we want. We're not making Anheuser-Busch level money. I feel that they can go ahead and partner with whoever they want and spend their money however they want. You know, uh, you think about it this way. How would you feel if your family member uh, partnered with Bud Light and they were trans and then they faced backlash and threats? You could look at it that way. Or you could look at it as, why? Or better question, not so much why are they facing backlash or more, what's the purpose? What's the reason for the backlash? And I'm not saying let's look at the superficial part, part here of, well, Bud Light partner with a trans person. No, what's really the problem? You know, is it in, insecurity? Is it, is it fear of change? Is it, is it fear of, you know, contents being changed? Is it, is it fear of price gouging? You know, I, if you ask a person, I, I bet you, uh, you know, I could put I could put ten dollars down to walk away with a million on this. And, you know, ask most any individual you want, anybody you want that is you know super anti uh, Bud Light because of uh, their partnership with an LGBTQ community now or Della uh, Mulvaney, if you will. And I can almost bet you're going to hear a response of, "Well, they partner with a trans person. That's wrong. They shouldn't partner with gay people, and, and gay's wrong." Okay, that's fine. They can feel that way. But what's the real reason that they're so upset about this? Yeah, you could point out to them that, well, they didn't change the beer itself. They just put a trans woman's face on the can for a little bit. They didn't change the beer. They just partnered with them. They just did the same thing that other popular companies uh, have done. So what's the reason? What's the real problem? Uh, and... To be honest with you, I don't think you're going to find much in the way of problems on that. Um, what I will say is that to each their own on this. You know, uh, I'll close this out today saying people people believe what they want to believe. People uh, feel how they want to feel, and it's quite all right. This is 2023 after all. Uh, all I can say is, you know, maybe it, it really should be a self-reflection of individuals. Maybe, maybe it really should be. Uh, a self-reflection uh, of uh, individuals that feel that it is wrong for a transgendered individual to uh, be a part of uh, uh, a campaign of 
perhaps the most popular beer company on the planet. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy who's given you his hot take on it. I don't personally think it's wrong. I think people are overreacting. And I think it's perfectly fine for whatever company to do whatever, uh, for whatever company to partner with whoever they want. Heck, Anheuser-Busch can let me partner with them. And I'm a nobody. I'd gladly take a payday any day like that. But this is the Controversial Mind Podcast. Agree with this opinion. Don't agree with this opinion. It's all good. You're going to hear from uh, both sides anyways. Have a good day.